0: I have nipples, Mackenzie Davis. Can you milk me? Hi, welcome to She's an Actress. We are here talking about the film Tully, the second collaboration between Charlize Theron, Jason Reitman, and Diablo Cody. Uh, I'm Diablo Missy. I'm here with the ship of Alisis. Alice. Hi. Hello. What did you think of this movie? I fucking
1: love this movie. Um, Great. Great. Break break it down. Break it down. In so many ways, um, I think this movie... Jason Reitman and Diablo Cody have worked together three times. This is the third of their movies. The first was Juno about um, um, a young woman who finds herself accidentally pregnant and dealing with that while she's in school. Uh, the second movie was young adult, which we covered on this podcast where um, a woman in her late thirties goes back to, goes back to her hometown to try to recapture the love of her life. And everything kind of blows up. And then this movie Tully, which is meant to be the marriage and having children stage of life where you get a picture into um, this 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 woman who is who she, she has two children and she's pregnant with a third um, she has uh, she has a husband she has a brother who's insufferable and a and a, a, a sister in law who's insufferable and it's about and it's a story about how the brother. Offers to hire a night nurse for her. A night nurse being someone who comes at in the evenings to help take care of the baby, so that the parents can sleep, and then in the morning will um, kind of sneak off and, and disappear. Um, yeah, so like this movie, I felt like even though I don't, you know, like I, I'm I'm about the same age I think as the characters in the movie. I don't have kids, and I'm not married, but so much of so much of I think. Being an adult, like an adult ass adult, like as someone who's who's going to turn 40 next year, there was so much of this movie for me to latch onto, even if it wasn't, um, even if I don't relate directly with regard to like, you know, having kids and such. But it just. um, Yeah, I just. um, I just love this movie. It was really good. For me, I really liked it.
0: That's good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I had the exact opposite experience. <laughs> I think this is the yeah. worst thing we've watched for this podcast. Wow. The worst? I, uh, yes, no, I'm gen- genuinely, this film made me angry. I thought it was insulting. I thought it hates women. It hates men. It hates queer people. And it's so cynical that I'm upset and it burned the goodwill I had for Diablo Cody that I earned with young adult.
1: Wait, I, I wait. wait okay, okay, okay. hold on, hold on. So, all right, I, all right. That's, right. That's, that but was a, that's that was a lot a of, that was a lot of fire. I do want to, I want to pack, I want to unpack this. Yeah. Um, I think I understand some of like, this movie had criticisms to go get me wrong. And it's interesting because you say that this is, this movie is more cynical than anything else we've watched, especially compared, especially compared to young adult. Whereas I think it's interesting because I think this, this movie has a kind of cynical moral, but it, 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 powders it in sugar in a way of in terms of like there's a lot more humor it's a lot lighter there's not as much it's not just um... there's
0: no humor in this
1: okay um so specifically specifically comparing this to to the last movie we watched uh that had the this trifecta of creators young adult in that movie you have mavis who is i think designed not like is not not intending for you to be Sympathizing with her, and I think, and I think we talked about that pretty at length in that episode. But is kind of a, is kind of a despicable person, and, and, and is doing despicable mm-hmm. things pretty much immediately. Whereas in this movie, I, I feel like, and I,
0: I, I love Mavis actually. Sure, yeah, <laughs> and, I love Mavis, especially compared to I'm uh, um, Marco. No, wait, Marlo, the... Marlo, Marlo, Marlo.
1: Yes, and so in this movie we have Marlo, who is again, uh, uh she's a she's a mother of two. She has she works a day job. Um, she's, she's pregnant with her third child at the beginning of the movie. And in this one, it feels like you are meant to relate to, to Marlo a lot more than, than I think as like, especially in comparison to Mavis in a young adult.
0: I, here's what I will set up just to give you a bit of my experience here. Act one had me in a way where I'm like, it's not the most interesting thing I've seen, but I'm seeing what points are being made act two and then especially act three become literal car crashes that work so much against what has been built in the first part that i don't think this film has a point anymore i don't understand and and alice i am just gonna tell you i rage quit this film and i stopped it i did not finish watching it i skipped through the last parts of it because i i just thought it was so it made such dumb decisions that i just was like i don't i don't want to finish okay this. so, where did, so Okay, so let's just let's get
1: into where it, did you rage quit the movie
0: when the car crashed, the literal car crash and all the stuff that she was dreaming about became so stupidly real sure. that I'm like, this is what, why? Like, why did you do any of this to your characters? Like, I don't understand another point anymore. I thought that, like, I don't, like, I don't, and
1: it's not funny. I don't know what's funny The car crash isn't meant to be funny, I would say. No, but no one's funny in this. Uh, I like...
0: like, kind of charming at the beginning, and I thought McKinsey Davis. I thought they were all like interesting in that I was trying to figure them out. Okay. And then I like, and then they just started making insane choices that didn't really feel like they were built up and rewarded by any of the stuff that happened before. Okay. Well, hold I on, just... hold on.
1: Do you want to go through the the plot of the movie, or do you want to go through? Yes. No. Okay. I
0: want to go through the plot of the film. So I was going to cede it to you because you like this. I don't want to re- have my my real. I'm trying to think of the word. You're just taste di- for it. Dis- You're not going to drag me down in on this one,
1: Missy. This, th- you, yeah, yeah. H- you cannot drag me down. I can guarantee you that. No. Okay.
0: So, I so-, so what I think is better is that we can go through the plot of the film. I'm sure. not going to go through and tear apart every part of it. I want you to go through the experience you had with the good part of it and maybe also break down like what you found funny. And I'm not trying to challenge it and saying, oh, it's this. it wasn't funny to me. That's just the thing is uh, maybe there's like irony or I don't, yeah, I guess, but go ahead. I'm just going to, yeah, I'll let you break it down here.
1: Okay, so the movie starts with um, with Marlo dropping off her kids at school. She has two kids, mm-hmm. they have a son and a daughter. Um, the son well, the movie actually opens with a scene of of Marlo brushing the son and this yeah. isn't really ex- well explained. I think just to, just to just I guess I guess this is going to have a bunch of spoilers. The, spo- the 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 thinking is that um Marlo's son is somewhere on the neurodivergent spectrum potentially has potentially would be diagnosed with autism his um, having is is has has specific needs in terms of external stimuli with regard to noise and with regard to touch and that is why that is why she every night before bed she brushes him with like a like a soft brush like he's a horse they, they say at one point because the the thinking is that in doing so it will make him feel less sensitive to external stimulus and external touch specifically um, and and less reactive to it, and, and we see we see in, we see this in a number of ways. Specifically, um, he, they get to school and they're they are parked in a, the alternate parking lot from what they usually do. And the son has a has a temper tantrum. He's, he kind of son pitches a fit because he wants to go to the other parking lot, but but there's no spaces in the other parking lot. So Marlo ends up double parking in the middle of the parking lot. Um, and then she she drops the kids off in school. She gets summoned to the. She gets summoned to the um, principal's office where the principal says, hey, you know, we love you. We love your family. We, they, they say that. She says that a couple times, which then gets explained later. Um, but your son is so disruptive to class. It's not fair to the other kids. And so we think we think there should be an, a, an aid that works specifically with your son. And she's like, "Oh, that's great. I, I, I'm I'm all for it." And 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 then is explained that no, they have to pay for the aid. They have to hire the aid to come in. And Marlo says, "Yeah, there's no, there's no way we can pay for that." Um, but but it's it's ultimately it's 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 like for her, it's just another thing on the pile of of stuff she has to deal with, and she's clearly completely overwhelmed. She is like, she is nine months pregnant. She is she is full to bursting. Um, yeah. And so then then we cut then we go to a scene where she is getting coffee and she orders a decaf coffee and then there's this, this sort of judgy woman played by, by uh, Marceline Hugot former guest of the George Lucas talk show um, who kind of gla- gives her a glare and gives her a lecture about how decaf coffee actually still has caffeine and so you shouldn't drink it um, and then, Mar- then Marlo kind of then the, the, the clerk's like do you still want it and Marlo's like yeah I still want it she gives a look of like yeah I still want it That was that was like that's a joke that's a joke in my mind and I felt like there was a lot of, look at the look at, I don't know if it's irony, but like look at the indignities this poor woman has to suffer. That, like, I felt like there was a lot there, and we'll and we'll get more into that. Um, key thing is that while she's while she's drinking her coffee, she runs into Violet, who is her former roommate that she used to live with when they lived together in Bushwick. Um she lives out in the sticks in the suburbs because she's married with two kids. And then, um, Violet is in town for someone's funeral. And she says, she says, Oh, we should catch up. You should call me sometime. And she, she, she says, Oh, I think I don't have your number anymore. She says, no, it's the same number. And I still live in the same apartment. And it's very much this, um, Marlo is seeing uh, like the, the other road that her life could have gone down, which is, being more like violet where you still live in, you still live in a loft in, in in bushwick you 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 don't have any you don't have any pro- these same sort of um relationships i guess like weighing you down in the sense of the the kids and the husband and the and the house so that's that's set up and then we go to a scene where marlo and her husband um her husband played by ron livingston um who is who they set up they set up a lot that the the husband has to work a lot he has to he has to travel a lot he has to do he does logistics work for large corporations they say it in a much nerdier way um he does like logistics and hr style work for large corporations and uh, like consulting and so um they they are getting ready to go to dinner at uh marlo's brother's house um the brother and the sister-in-law and they're talking about how they're such rich assholes. They're, they're they're insufferable. They're talking about how he just bought a G wagon, which is the car that Justin Bieber has. Um, and they sort of they sort of kind of build that up. They get to the house. They drive over. They get to the house. Um, while they're while they're driving over, Marlo's, Marlo says, um, "Marlo says, oh god, this makes me want to kill myself." And then the daughter says, "Wait, did, what did you just say?" And and the and then the dad says, "She's just joking, honey." And then, then Marlo turns around and just says "honk," and her, her son laughs. That was funny to me. Um, they get to they get to the house. She's making jokes about how that G wagon started on fire, and that's why this one's all black because it's 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 a black matte one. They they had a conversation about that. Um, we get inside the house where they we meet Elise, who is um, Marlo's sister in law, the 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 wife of the of the brother, who is fully made up, wearing like. Designer stilettos inside the house while setting the table. Um, she sends the kids off to play with uh, her, her, their kids, and their, and their like live-in nanny Shasta, who is a sort of like crunchy hippie woman, like younger woman, um, and. And then we get the we get the four people we get the four um, adults having dinner together, and it's it's really it's it, it's a very tense dinner. It's it, it very much is um, the the brother and the the brother and the sister in law saying like, oh, th- we wouldn't be able to live without Shasta. I don't I don't know how you guys can do it. I don't know I, I can't imagine having three kids without be without having help. Um, and the 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 other two, uh, um, uh, Marlo and her husband, just kind of look at each other like these fucking rich assholes. Um, I, I, I thought that was, I. Th- what I liked about that was they kind of set, like th- I might've thought that they would subvert it where the brother was actually kind, but they really just kind of, it's just really just stock. They set them up as rich assholes. They are rich assholes. Um, joke that did I did find funny when they go to the basement, he has a tiki room. Oh, God. And, uh, the Marlo fucking peak of white person about, culture.
0: Yeah, and she jokes and says, like, oh, are the birds gonna sing? And then also makes a joke, which I know is Yabba Cody purposely doing a joke on the fact that Marlo also doesn't know where the enchanted tiki room is because she yes. says Epcot, but it's actually in the Magic Kingdom. Yes, And so that's just like, I'm like, well, that has to be something that she dropped for just nerds to go, well, actually, mm-hmm. but it shows that Marlo's not, like, perfect. She's yeah. like, you know, is on there. But no, I, oh, I mean, like, she's... I, there are, I I, I wanted to see real quick. I understand there are jokes in it. There are moments I liked in this. Like I said, the first act, there was a lot of things I was giving the film and starting to like. It's only yeah. during the midpoint of it. So yeah, there were times where I found jokes in here and things like that. This okay. is practice for when we do a, a secret podcast that Alice and I are going to record in which I will have time where I won't be speaking. Oh, this yeah. is me giving one of my interruptions real quick. And it is, again, to seed a good point on it, but I'm going to go back. We're gonna turn the mic off and I'm gonna continue hearing uh uh the the thesis and enjoyment of this film.
1: Yeah. Okay, so um the brother says to the says to to Marlo, I I'm, I'm gonna give you a gift. We are gonna hire a night nurse for you. And he's like, What is a night nurse? Well, he explains the concept. And she's like, No, I can't. I I don't want your help. I don't I can't accept this. And he says, he he keeps saying, like, you need the help. Your husband is your husband is needs to focus on work. You are gonna be too busy. Like, I don't I like like he says later in the movie at some point where it's like, I want my sister back, which is to say she can't be herself because she is so run down and ragged from having kids and and and, and stuff. And this is really speaking to not it's not just the fact that they have kids, because they have the same number of kids. They both have two kids. It's that one family is is rich assholes who can hire who hire live in help and the other family is 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 sort of making ends meet they're they're not at the they're not they're not at the same sort of income bracket um there's also seated throughout this there's also a lot of judging judginess about about the hu- about Marlo's husband's job and and how important he is and stuff. They're kind of it's kind of like when when he's saying like oh he has to he has to work on his proto structures. That's it's like he's like it's 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 kind of them saying why doesn't your husband help you help out more with this stuff? Um like why do you let him get away with this? That's kind of implied through all of this and that is kind of a running theme. Um throughout the movie um yeah I definitely caught that and
0: I'll have more to speak on that later but sure. that was one thing that I definitely like was definitely very obvious was the commentary on men in this yeah because the only two men that are in the film are the husbands and they're both doofuses in a way yeah. they're white doofuses sure
1: yeah um yeah and then um we get to so after the after the dinner um there's some, there's some other minor things the main the main part is that um next is um Marlo has the baby She's in the hospital. She has the baby, um, and then there's this. I think um, while they're in the hospital, while, Mar- while Marlo's in the hospital, the the brother-in-law, the brother and sister-in-law, um, meet up with the with the with with Marlo's husband and say, hey, "Yeah, we we hired a, a night nanny." And I I really like there's a little bit where where just the two, just the brother and sister-in-law are talking and they're like. Did you did you, offer, you offered to let them hire the night nanny and he's like yeah they're not really sure about it and then, the, and then the sister-in-law says something like oh so now they're judging our lifestyle choices too I just I love that like everyone hates everyone but they're all acting really nice it's very it's very Midwest it's very I'm gonna talk shit about these people even though I'm yeah. related
0: to them well it's also very much like All these other characters get to make it about themselves, but but Marlo always has to be a mom and has to make it about her kids. Yes, very much It's about self-sacrifice. Yes.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That
0: is very much central of it, and and part of the film that I like. I'm going to also reveal something here. I called my mom and paused it at a certain point in this film yeah, just to, like, talk to her Uh because it made me have feelings. And and, and I'm just going to interrupt with something real quick that you'll find interesting. Sure. I was a – oh, fuck, Charlie. Is that the kid's name? Yeah. I, think I so. was a Charlie. Uh-huh. My parents did not know what to do with me, yeah. um, and I had outbursts. I had sensory orders, and I had things that I had irrational fears of mm-hmm. quirks. All that. Kept, now that I'm adult, I know it's because I had OCD and ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was just so much my mom struggled with, and my dad especially. He had the type of job that uh, Ron Livingston's character has, where it was a corporate job, like uh, not not like the, I have a corporate job too, a little bit different because I'm not on like a leadership scale i am just a very skilled peon um and so i also related to just like sort of the the weird white corporate i keep saying white but it's it's because this film is a very white centered film. yeah yeah. he's just speaking onto a very certain level but that like angst you still have even though you know like i'm well better off than a lot of people but it still is like your your own personal you know anxiety is still your own personal anxieties sure
1: i mean i i think it's interesting because i think what happens later in the movie is it's implied that I don't think the the husband's job has to be as as complex as everyone makes it out to be. I think that's that really is a cover for him not being as interested in participating in parenting. And that's, that's
0: something that again I feel like becomes uninteresting because it's such an obvious choice when we're doing stuff holistically. So we'll get to that later. So I just okay. try not to interject. I'm trying not to.
1: No, it's fine. Um, I mean, I will say, I will say, I think this movie is a much simpler movie, and I do think that's why. It doesn't like, although it was critically acclaimed. It's it's really not that simple, though. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I agree. Um, I mean, I I would say, I would say, I think the moral and the message and the characters are more. There's less breaking of expectations in this movie than in young adults, and I think that is why. Like, hear me out. I think that is why. This movie has gotten so much less like sort of attention and notoriety in the same way that Young Adult has. It felt less groundbreaking. I don't think it's just because it was this, it was you know Charlie's Jason Reitman Diablo Cody or just that you know the the shine on Jason Reitman's career had kind of come off at that point, but. I think it is it is a more mainstream, palatable version of trying to tell a similar kind of moral story, even though it's approaching it from a completely different angle. Like, like just I like the, the thing I kept thinking about this while I was watching this was just like this like this is the first movie that I think that we've watched where Charlize felt like a real actual human, like not not a superhero, not a spy, not not a insanely narcissistic person or a psychopath like in Monster. She felt like a mother that I I might know, like like. In the and and I felt like when she like the dialogue and how she was talking and the voice she was using and, and her accent and everything, I just felt like it just this one to me felt like this is the most human that Charlize Theron has felt in a way that I don't think she even comes off as human in real life. Um, like yeah, it just seemed very like up the middle mainstream America mom.
0: We can get into this, but I actually think she felt more human in young adult. Okay, but I do, think do you want to talk about that now? Yeah, I think it's because trying to okay. I'm really trying to think and break down in my head without just saying I didn't like this, didn't like this. I'm gonna try and think up like step by step where it started to lose me. Sure, come well, on. So here, let me let so, me let me say this. I think so where that we got to this point, we're actually in the part that I still was liking it. So sure. let's continue on because we haven't okay. even, you know what, we haven't gotten into Mackenzie Davis's character. Right, like, we haven't even gotten to the titular Tully. Yes. Well, she doesn't get yeah, introduced until so like 20
1: minutes in, but Look, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Let's continue with the plot um, and okay. keep it that part going,
1: and then sure. save my commentary okay. for. It. I so, might just have a big
0: missy log at the end, and that might be what we have to do for
1: it. <laughs> okay. So, Marla has a baby. There's a really great montage of post post baby birth, like first few first few weeks. It's just I just thought that was a really good sequence where they're just it's just it's sort of cutting between different things. Yeah. She's she's, she's feeding. She's 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 she's, she's um. She's she's drives um, from
0: the monotony, Yes. and like that's her life. Yeah, this yes. is like the re- only reason we're seeing these things is because this is the only thing that's happening. And I don't remember when this happens, but like her husband gets to play video games. She knows that. Like, no, no, no. You know, that doesn't get revealed till NASA. later. That doesn't get revealed till later. That's later. But like we know now, I have that knowledge in the background. That stuff is happening too, right. where. You know, we know just how little he's going to up contributing, but yeah, it really just shows that this is all that her life is. It's like a carousel right. of diaper changing,
1: right? Diaper changes, uh, um, um, lactating, and and um, pumping, and and feeding the baby and stuff. And the th- the key thing is that in that montage, we see her by herself pretty much exclusively. We don't see the husband. We don't see the other kids. We see her taking care of the baby, walking around, changing the baby's diaper, all of those things. Um, yeah. And so so after a certain point, she is um. She she's going to we she's taking the kids to school again, and um she has to go see the principal again because she has not hired the um she has not hired the aide. And at this point, she's also carrying the newborn with with them, carrying Mia, little little baby Mia around with her. And the principal is really just stressing, like, you know. Jonah's just not a good fit for our school um it's like the most not like she basically is forcing Charlize
0: to break up with her yes she's just but 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 it's it's the thing where she's not actually
1: saying your son is developed mentally disabled your son is disabled your son is on the on the neurodivergent they just keep you couching it in this very like like soft bad manager language of like you know he's just different he's just not really fitting in here yeah, and then
0: Charlize just starts throwing the R slur around. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, I think that's an obvious and unnecessary. I mean, I get it's character development. I understand her frustration, but it sure. just is sort of like, I don't know. There's better ways of doing it. It just feels lazy to have your character I, throw around a slur. Just be I, like, oh, look, she's really frustrated and like you know stressed. She's willing to throw that around with her own kids. She's I, that I frustrated. Mean,
1: I mean, I get, I get that. Like, I it's think it's not funny. Right, okay. I don't think it's funny using that word. What I will say, though, is I think the level of, like, 0 to, like, 10 or 11 that she goes from, um, like, I think that... um I do think that, for the most part, if you compare her to Mavis from Young Adult, Mavis in Young Adult is very, very hard trying to repress everything that is going on in her life by convincing herself that everything's okay and everything's good. She's still a popular yeah. author. She's still, she's still going to win back her ex-boyfriend. Um, she's yes. going to show up and everyone's going to want to like throw themselves at her, all that stuff. And in comparison, I think Marlo is she accepts all of the shit that she has to do. She doesn't like it, but she accepts it to a certain level. And that and the the first act of the movie is, is all about just, here's all the shit that keeps getting piled onto her. And that really is the breaking point for her. And like, which is, which is then is the inciting action for the rest of the movie. But the fact that it goes so broad and so big, I did, I did appreciate in terms of just like, I, I, it felt real to me in that, Sometimes I can feel like I can get that angry and want to like start, you know, saying you think I'm a like mm-hmm. a you're, you know a tranny faggot or some shit. Like, like I have that same I have that same impulse that that Marlo had there. And so, so while yeah. I don't think it's intrusive you know, thoughts, I don't think I don't think it's good. I think her voicing it in that way felt very relatable to me in that I also end up feeling like I have to really hold that stuff down and 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 I do think also it's that that the the dialogue from the, the principal and the, the, the principal's aide does a really good job of pushing her to that breaking point. Like, I, I did relate to Marlo, even though, I again, I don't condone using those words, but I, I related to that very much so.
0: Yeah, no, and I understand. So, I think one thing I struggled with is that I didn't know tonally what this film was trying to do. I thought sure. it was dissonant a lot. And I think it's because it wasn't funny enough or ironic enough to, for me to like latch onto the cynicism to be like, oh, it's making a statement or a satire or a point like young adult was. Mm-hmm. It also yeah. wasn't serious enough yeah. to take this as like a moralistic lesson, mm-hmm. but it's not, the situation, uh, the, the situations aren't that funny
1: to me. okay. This might be my, but but again, but but, again, hope, but, but to, to be clear, I don't think the situation is funny per se, and I also don't. I wouldn't expect that. I think this is where I think I think that young adult is it feels to me like young adult is trying to do satire by using a a voice that that is intended to be like come off as snobby or arrogant or annoying and and you're doing it intentionally even though you're doing that voice ironically i think that's a lot of the um the, the the sort of delusional acts that mavis has in the first part of young adult is is the the writer using that kind of voice to like make fun of someone um this movie doesn't do that, and I think that's where when I say like I think it's really much more mainstream and up the middle in how it tells the story. Like these things that are all happening to Mavis are all just happening on her face. You don't there there isn't a lot of nuance there. She just has a she just has a shitty time of it.
0: I, I I'm I'm just going to ask a question because you've said this, and I'm realizing as I'm looking back on the film, I'm not sure of the answer, and I'm not trying to do this as a bit. What What do you think the moral of this film is?
1: The moral of to this film. To appreciate motherhood. To appreciate motherhood? No, the moral of this movie is that you make choices in life and you and you can reject them, but they do lead you to where you are and you can't go back. That's what I think the moral of this movie is.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay, so it's that simple and that dumb. Yeah. And then I guess it just makes big swings. It's just like the swings felt too big for trying to make that
1: just being a statement of shit happens. Well, it's not. Like, it's it's not. It's not shit happens. It's that the the theoretical version of your life that is vastly different, where you did make all these choices that are now weighing you down. You can't go back to that, even as much as you want to. And yeah, in, 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 in in interrogating that, in interrogating that, I'm not going to say like I'm not going to say that Marlowe is happier because she got married and had two kids, but she is happy at the end of the movie, I think. And she figures out, and she figures out that this. This um, this longing for a different life isn't productive. It's productive. It's productive up until a certain point, and then it and then it it then it literally becomes not productive. And then she crashes her car, and she wakes up and she realizes it.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I get, yeah, okay. Like I, I don't, don't think, care about I don't... heterosexual people and their drama. Okay. Like and I don't appreciate the fact that they made the relationship between Tully and Charlie Theron seem like it could go into a queer drama, and then just be like, "Nope, I'm just queer baiting you." It's just a straight woman learning about how to love her. her well, husband she's not, and but she's not straight. Not so bad,
1: but she's not straight.
0: Is she? She ends up back with her
1: the husband. That you can be, you can be bisexual and be in a relationship with with, with a man. Oh, I, know, I can't believe like, I'm the one. She's saying not gonna, this. No, but she's not going to explore it anymore, right? Like, she learned her lesson. She shouldn't
0: explore that. She needs to stay no, where she that's is. Not, in that's, not what
1: she, that's not what the movie is saying. The, the movie is not saying, don't, don't flirt with girls. The movie is saying, you made a choice. You picked the husband yeah, over the roommate. Yeah, and it literally car crashes her life. What? Say it again? And it literally crashes her life. No, 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 no. The crashing of her life was the... The crashing of her life is... Okay, so focusing... did this
0: happen after the car crash that she that she she like had a crush on
1: the roommate or something? No, she was in. A, she was dating the roommate. When did we learn this? That th- she says she says that she was with Vi- Violet. She she says that the, the okay, spoiler if you haven't seen the movie, I'm just going to reveal the big twist now. The night nanny that they hire, Tully, is a is essentially an incarnation of Marlowe in her twenties. That's the that's that's the that's the secret of the movie. And so they talk about what. That's what that's, that's what's happening? Yeah.
0: What? That makes no fucking sense. Sorry, I'm being too
1: loud. That makes no it's, fucking sense. It's, it's a fight club. It's a fight club, okay? Literally, it's in her head. None of this happened. Well, okay. She does all of these things. So, out of the things that she thinks Tully is doing, she is doing. But they talk about how, after the car crash, she is so tired, she's in a hallucinatory state because she is so exhausted.
0: And did so the night nurse never existed.
1: Right. So what happens is just at
0: the right point if I had learned that I would have hated this film more than I hate it right now.
1: Wow, okay. Why do you hate it? That's so stupid. That's so stupid.
0: It's in her head the whole time. That's the laziest twist you can do as a writer. That it's just oh, all. Of, I thought this would at least be more interesting if it's an all about Eve. And it's like a woman literally trying to usurp the life of this woman. And it's like, wait, she wants to like try and seduce this milk toast man and like get into her life? Like, that's interesting. Oh, she's trying to steal the wife from on there. It's interesting. I don't, I Not mean, just, I don't,
1: like, I, I. It's in her head
0: the whole time. And what? No. I don't,
1: I don't, I don't think. I feel like you're putting something onto the movie that wasn't there, but like an expectation that wasn't there. I, guess I. Like if you if you think the trope is overdone, that's fine. That I'm I'm not I'm not I'm honestly not not disagreeing with you. It is it is it is kind of because what happened to me I'm was I'm
0: just shocked. I'm just shocked that's where it went up because I thought everything that was happening was real. Like when the real no, car crash no. happened, that's when I bailed. because I'm like, no, you literally just made her dreams real. Like no, I don't. No, well, like, okay. I care
1: so anymore. so 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 here's what happens: the car crash. So up until so at that point in the movie, Tully Tully's saying, "I need to quit." And she's like, no, 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 just stay with me. And she's well, like, Tarly's no, no. no.
0: Tolly's per- Tar- a Mary Poppins. She yes. actually helps like. Yes, like um, her learned like um, like Marlo learned to like appreciate something more. Her like and, and better herself and become better. Well, no, and no, she no. then... she
1: she she helps she helps out in a material way, which is she does cleaning, she does make cookies for the son to take into class. Yeah. She's doing those things, and so then Marlo, because she feels like she's getting help, can start to feel more like a real person. Like there's a scene where they go to a yeah. birthday party at the at the brother and sister in laws for for one of the kids, and they're like, there's a scene where they're singing karaoke and they're singing karaoke. Car- carly ray jepson that was that was the point where i said this movie was made for me but um but then but then um tully is getting more disorganized she's getting she's showing up late she's she's talking about the drama in her life and and it's getting it's getting in the way and then um and at one point she just says like i have to quit marlo says you can't quit and then and then tully says i just need to get out of here let's get out let's just let's just leave the house and go go drinking in brooklyn so they go to brooklyn they go drinking they kind of, during the, during the course of them drinking, Marlo is Marlo really kind of becomes enamored with why did I ever leave this place? This is fucking awesome. They go to a fucking, they go to a metal show randomly then. Um, and then um, she steals a bike and she rides to her old apartment building. The one that Violet still lives in that we know that Violet still lives in and Tully chases after her. And then Tully's like, you can't go back. You know, you can't go back to this life. You don't live here anymore. Um, and then Marlo goes and throws up. They're driving home. While they're driving home, they're arguing about the fact that Tully has to leave. And Mar- Mar- Marlo's like, please don't leave. Please stay. And in the process of doing this, she, they, we see her fall asleep because she's been drinking and she's super exhausted. We fall, see her fall asleep behind the wheel. There's almost a car accident. She veers off the side of a bridge. Her, her car goes into the river. Um, while her car is falling in the river, we see... Like we, we, we cut to we cut to inside the car where she's panicking because, it, 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 again, it's like establishing shots of from underwater as if one is drowning. And then we see the car. Marlo's in there. She's like she, she's like she's trying to get her seatbelt. And then she's but the key thing is she's alone in the car at this point. And then we see a vision of Tully come swim up as a mermaid, come and help her undo her seatbelt so that she can escape the car.
0: oh my fucking god i skipped around to see what was happening i saw they were in the hospital i saw both of them there so i just thought
1: oh right okay, so they just, so like, what happens then is what happens is that line. is we cut to the hospital she's like you know she's she's like i don't know if she's in a coma or if she's just asleep um they the the, the her husband is there being like oh my god i don't know how this happens and, and the doctor says has your wife had any history of like mental illness and she's like yeah i mean she was depressed the last time we had a baby but like she's been so good this time we have the night nurse it's been so good and then um she goes he goes to sign some paperwork and they say right, so the night nurse, the night hold on hold on hold on okay they say they ask her is like here where's your insurance card do you know what your wife's maiden name was and he says oh i think her name was tully
0: that makes more sense why her first name is Tully. Cause I'm like, that's kind of a very odd right. first name.
1: It's probably, it's like, again, again, I assume that's what she told people when she was in her twenties to call her in the same way, you know, people use their last name as a nickname often. Okay. All the things that Marlo th- thought, thought that Tully were doing there's shots of her doing them in, in a very like basically dead, dead, barely awake state. Um, They're like when they're, um when they're, when they're hanging out, watching TV, it's her by herself when she's, when she's stealing a bike and riding down the street in Brooklyn, it's it, it's just a shot of her. And then, and then, and then there's nothing behind her because, because Tully doesn't exist. And, and so that, that's sort of the, that's sort of the, 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 the Tyler Durden reveal of, oh, Tully was a figment of her imagination. Um, and she was the one actually doing all of these things. Um, she then has a conversation. Then it cuts to a conversation with her. And oh, so, um, there's also, there's also a, um, conversation with the husband and the brother-in-law where they're like, where they're like, um they, where they're like, what's going on? They th- they say she's crazy. She She's hallucinating. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. She's been so good with the night nurse. And he's like, and the brother says, oh, so she did call to hire the night nurse. And like, thus implying she didn't actually call to hire him. We never see that in the movie. Tully just shows up one night. Um, and, and, and then the, and then the husband's like, yeah, I guess I never, He he's realizing I never actually met the night nurse ever. That's weird. Um, there's a, there's a conversation about then, then so then t- uh, Marlo is having a conversation with Tully in the, in the, in the, in, the, in her, um, almost, in her hospital room. This is the part you, this is the part you saw clips of where they're essentially, where they're essentially saying like, Tully's like, you know, I was only here temporarily to help you get through this and remind you of like, like remind you of the person you used to be. And, um and marlo says yeah it's a shame you're gonna forget all of those things after having three pregnancies and 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 your body's gonna go to shit and stuff and and so it's like it's like tully's like i'm i'm off there to have i'm off there to have the rest of my youth and marlo's saying yeah and you're gonna end up here so you know enjoy it while it lasts but it it, again it's, it's it's helping marlo to realize that the person that she was in her twenties who is who was fun and all these like knew all these interesting facts and 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 is, is really quirky and interesting and stuff, like she says at one point, she says like the this thing you're doing where you're like so interesting and you're so quirky is gonna stop being cute to people after a certain point. And I think like this whole this whole exercise is designed for her to realize like I can still be that person. I I I don't have to have like all my cynicism beaten into me and stuff, like there are there's virtue to being that person without necessarily making those sa- making different choices than I made before, and Tully disappears and the movie ends. Doesn't make it any better, but okay, at least they know the
0: whole story now.
1: Yeah, and understand
0: what I guess the arc was supposed to be.
1: Well, so, so I just want to say there are there are smaller hints about this that are dropped through the movie because about uh, at some point during the during the sequence where Tully's helping out Marlo, I think it's I think it's around it's the conversation before they go to Brooklyn. Um. I remembered, oh, I know the spoiler of this movie. I read the spoiler of this movie in a review when the movie came out. And I was, I was a little sad because it was like, oh, I'm not going to get to have the fun. I'm not going to have the fun reveal. I just remember the, spo- the, 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 the spoiler.
0: Oh my God. So I, I bailed out because my, literally up until that point, I thought it was this, a stupid heterosexual drama and it really had no appeal to me. And it didn't okay. have anything interesting to say about it. I, 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 mean, I got it, it, the I got the point about motherhood right away. But, and so I but, thought that's what this film was going to be, but then she makes you I don't, punch I don't, her.
1: I don't even know that it's a point about motherhood. I think it's a point about making choices and regretting your regretting choices. And I think it uses the backdrop of motherhood and the and the fact that, that early motherhood is such a tough period for the mother to 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 put her in this stressful situation. I don't know that it's actually commenting that much on motherhood personally
0: then why have all of these, like, revelations about motherhood setting up the entire because Because
1: Diablo Cody wrote this movie right after she had a baby, is why. Yeah, but, like, the first act sets you up. Okay.
0: Again, the first act sets you up that it's going to be a Mary Poppins. She learns about motherhood, but she doesn't actually need her. Okay. Then it's like, oh, it's a queer drama. Now we have to explore her queerness and, like, oh, what could have been? Does she right. want that? Yeah. No. She crashes her car on the bridge. I don't care. I don't love it. And well, then she she, she crashes she had to have her near death experience she crashes she
1: had to her... a, she literally have a near death experience to learn yes. a lesson. She couldn't have yes. learned that otherwise. Well I mean she's having a near death experience because in reality she has been pushing herself to the point of exhaustion. She is having a psychosis basically postnatal psychosis where she is hallucinating and like she's actually the one doing all these things and so it's like the idea is that like when we're not like if you if you aren't paying close attention to her, she is basically sleepwalking the entire movie post the the montage where she's ha- where she has the baby when Tully first shows up. And so that's why she crashes. That's a comment-
0: car. But Then that makes it a commentary on how hard motherhood is and how much it is a thankless thing that is sure. so invisible to most people. It's invisible to the husband, it's invisible to the brother-in-law. Right, but but I don't think... Uh, he just but, wants to fix but, it. He doesn't actually want to deal and talk with his sister and emotionally relate to her and be able to understand a bit better why she might be feeling those things. No, yeah. He just is going to pay her off and just get it on there. So she yeah. doesn't get that release. And obviously she can get to a breaking point of it. But I've seen that a thousand times in other dramas that are more okay, funny, but, that are more interesting, that are more like, have characters that are more interesting. They're all not just like milk toast like duds like no one in this thing is that interesting except for the relationship between like uh marlo yeah marlo and herself right but marlo marlo and tully are it's her
1: right but marlo and tully are basically the only two actual characters who experience growth of any kind in this movie yeah the movie has two characters but i
0: guess like the growth is just again to appreciate being where she is
1: no, it's 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 not to it's it's to get over resentment about not making different decisions in the past. I and think there's a nuance appreciating
0: there. Appreciating where she those go hand in hand.
1: You have to it's appreciate not, where you it's, are it's, and it's,
0: to it's, also it's, be able to get over decisions you made in the past.
1: I I don't agree. I think that I think that you can not resent making decisions in the past, but also still be upset with your current life situation. It's I yes, I, I don't think they're the I don't think do they're have. they're linked like i think they can be mutually exclusive but i think you okay maybe
0: it's just me i always have to have a center of being understanding of the the, the blessings that i have and the appreciation for where i am even if i have personal qualms of where i want to be where i want to get that don't match where it is or if i'm exhausted because of the situation circumstances it is but like and i, I and i have had I am not gonna get into it because it's in the therapy session. I've had terrible moments and I've had Marlowe moments in my life. Yeah. I have I have had terrible experiences where it's not been near death, but it has gotten pretty goddamn close to it to where it is like traumatic stuff that mm-hmm. I put myself into. So I understand really into the Marlowe part of it but tonally it is all over the place that I wasn't expecting AIDS to come. And it's certainly not expecting this just be a learning a lesson about herself from it because the movie just seems like it's so cynical about every single point along the way. It hates men and it shows you that there are no good men around. Like she doesn't I mean, get one except for the one teacher that comes with the yeah. son. We don't I see mean, him very much. He's gone. Well, He's, I mean, not interesting. He's not interesting right. enough for us to focus on. But the fact that the son is such an important part in the first act, we drop that because then it's about her learning to go with herself because then she has to go drinking so she goes drinking once and she drinks too much and then of course she has to have a fucking car crash right there because that's the only thing that's going to learn And i guess have a movie and we have to have it be interesting and dramatic because that's what this is but it's not funny along the way for me to like have any release and it's like this but the tonally it's not like it's just i i just yeah it made me angry it really made me angry how dumb and obvious every choice was. I was expecting a layer that wasn't there, and that's why I'm mad. It's because it is just like I guess it is
1: just that simple. I mean, I guess I don't. I, I don't. I, I mean, I when you say you're expecting some other layer, I just I don't. I don't agree. I I I don't. I don't really understand. Like I think you want this to this movie to be more more subversive and intricate than it is, and I just don't like. I don't personally hold movies to that standard, and I didn't. I wasn't holding this movie to that standard.
0: I this to me felt like Diablo Avocably was doing a Neil Abute play. Yeah, where it just is like, here's a bunch of un not unrelatable, but like here's my tropes of all of these mm-hmm. like milk toast yeah. people. Yeah, and we're just gonna have them make dumb, horrible choices, and they're not really that funny. But I guess you can
1: laugh at it if it's like situationally something. I mean, again, again, you keep you keep coming back to you keep coming back, to, keep coming back to you keep coming back to comedy. I don't know that this one, again, in the same way that I didn't really think that young adult was meant to be a comedy. Again, I just no, don't. Young adult was
0: meant to be a comedy. I think.
1: Okay, I mean, I guess just, I guess I don't know. Your like... expectation for that then is different than mine.
0: Yeah, but I guess the, I don't know. It mm. There wasn't any dramatic tension, except for the fact they made right. weird choices.
1: Yes, that is true. There, there that is true. If you're watching it, it's like, okay, Tully shows up, everything magically starts going going better. There is no dramatic tension. You're absolutely right. And then it's just drinking, car crash. Well no, the tension, r- the tension the r- tension builds r- in when Tully is like, I need to leave. That's like it's it's compressed, but that is the tension. Guys, it's, it's
0: not that I don't know, but I don't. But it's because I don't, I don't know. I I guess yeah, I don't.
1: But like, I, like every movie is not going to be groundbreaking, and just because Neil Lebute wrote I thought very good you would plays be angry before, at this
0: because it was queer
1: baiting. I generally thought you weren't going to like this because of how much queer baiting it does between. No, Hunter I mean, again, the again, yes, I did have I did write down I did write down here. Um, Tully isn't suffering. Here's what I wrote. Tully is insufferable, and I love her. Wait, the dad is playing video games while she's suffering. Of course he's playing Gears of War. Um, I love how fucking weird Tully is. And then the next thing I wrote was, please tell me they fuck. Because, yeah, there is... There, uh, yes, weird, What's the weird
0: part about Tully? Or Tully is weird. Tully is weird. Sorry, I'm sorry. Tully is Tully Are is you? weird. Yes, Tully, Tully like is
1: Tully weird. is quirky. That's the whole thing. She's quirky. She 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 she's she, she talks in like weird facts and anecdotes and stuff. And 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 she's like she, it's like it's like you know don't don't feel sad because you have to sleep because think of think of think of the angels waking you up in the morning like like that right?
0: Yeah. So so she seemed too perfect. So I was expecting a turn, right? And I guess the turn is that it's herself. The, the turn is that, that it's the turn
1: is that mel- this is her image of herself or
0: something? Yeah.
1: The turn is that this is her this is how she viewed herself when she was in her 20s. Idealistically,
0: it, but then it ruins her.
1: It doesn't ruin her. No, but like it ruins her like image of herself back then. It's not no, no, it's not it's not that it ruins her. At the end of the movie, she says like she's she's the what she says is essentially like you are beautiful and you are going to go Do you through things. That? Do you forget
0: everything she yelled at Tully?
1: All that nasty shit
0: that she was saying on there. She has. She doesn't have good self worth about herself in her twenties.
1: No, but she she builds it over the course of the movie. Yeah, but like
0: all of those things that she said are tr- are her truth. Those yeah. are her truth about how she feels mm-hmm. about. It doesn't matter if she was drunk when she said it. Those are truths that she feels about
1: Tully. Yes, in the end.
0: So she learns. Well, she no, 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 no she, Those place.
1: are those are truths that she feels at that moment, and then and then the event of her driving the car off the bridge, and 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 coming to terms with the fact that the fact that she had this image of herself in this time, and and that she can't, and that she can't go back to Brooklyn, and that all of these, and, and that like regardless of if she wishes, she, like her wishing that she had made different choices, isn't play. It isn't possible to go back. It isn't possible to like looking at Tully is for knowing that like it's like it's like if you went back in time and you could tell yourself to do something different you can't that's that's essentially what's the, what Tully being there is and the fact that Tully has to go is the fact that she's she about also to go She doesn't have to go back to Ron Livingston What? She doesn't have to go back to Ron
0: Livingston No she
1: does because she does because there isn't such a thing as time travel and that's that's the choice Marlowe made But she uh
0: she does have options. She just chooses not to go with them. Well, no, she
1: doesn't, because, again, this has all happened in the past.
0: No, but I mean, like, at that point, she could have a revelation and be like, you know what? I want something more than when I'm with the front Livingston. and, like, sure. I take the kids with me. I take, like, she could have made she, other choices, she, but she makes the most boring choice,
1: I guess. The, well, well, we don't know that. The movie ends. It's The movie is not They Live Happily Ever After. So when does so when is the
0: end? How does this film end? What is the last piece of this film? Um, let's watch it. I'm, 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 I'm going to watch it up. i am hold it up. Yeah, I I just watched it too, so I should have this.
1: Okay, okay, maybe it is happier. Uh, no, no, it's it's part of it is part of it is the husband realizes, "Oh, I literally have been doing nothing. I need to do more." Yeah. And then it's her being like, "Okay, I do love my husband." And I do, I do love my kids, okay. and I do appreciate. Last
0: moment, okay, here the last moment is her and the husband side by side doing the dishes together. Yes, that's the last image. Okay. Yes. So it's a full and they, circle. Okay.
1: Right. And, they, and but 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 to, but to be clear though, it's like I don't think that was a bad choice. I think the husband does learn something over the course of the movie, and they and and, and he shows that like they have that conversation where he says where he says like I realize I should have been doing more for you this whole time i had no idea how difficult you had it and i mean like that's kind of shown how oblivious he is to a lot of that stuff right
0: it's a real simple
1: yeah i I think
0: it's because young adults set really the different expectations because of how subversive it is and how i just thought that's what Diablo other probably did and so i think this made i I mean no she she doesn't like like you have you haven't seen juno right no, I saw it in college. I was thinking about it. I've seen it all the way through. I didn't like it. I just thought it was boring. So
1: right. I just so sort of you like, think this movie's boring? Great. <laughs> no, I didn't think this movie was boring. Well, what, what, what I'm saying is, it's boring. It's boring in its storytelling in the same way that Juno is boring in its storytelling. And I think expecting subversion at the level of young adults from Diablo Cody is not like you can you can expect that, but you're not going to get it most of the time.
0: Yeah, it just it it just is a swing and a miss for me overall. And it, but I just. I'm just shocked at how angry it made me. Like uh, yeah, that, that I don't understand really... that either, but and I think it's I think it's just because again <sighs> I think I really was hurt by how much the queer story didn't play out and how that and how the the fact that like I don't know heterosexuality is so normalized and so centered and to use that she, I, I'm not saying that she's not bisexual. I don't, know, I, I don't want to be misquoted earlier when I was trying to say that to make an her for it. What I'm saying is, is that on a spectrum, she went back to the normative hetero yeah. normative relationship mm-hmm. because she found comfort there, which is a base choice to make. So she makes a basic choice. Yeah. And I'm not saying, oh, I'm rooting for her. But it's just weird when you set up the fact that these men are so leaveable. Mm-hmm. Like, they are so yeah. unpresent. Then I guess he learns a simple lesson that he should have known by now, except I yeah. guess it takes his wife to, again, get into a car crash. Like, mm-hmm. I'm over how it's portrayed how hard heteronormative relationships are. And but how I, but
1: I, I don't even... I, again, every, no, I don't, all media.
0: So much media is just based yet, around how, how fucking hard it is to be a heteronormative but, couple. But
1: I don't think that, like... I don't think that they were trying to beat you over the head with "it's so hard to be a it's so hard to be a woman in a straight marriage." I really don't. Yes, I think it, does. it was
0: that's the tone that's the tone throughout the entire film.
1: Well, that's part of the tone, but the because also the part of the
0: person who helps her is the woman,
1: the woman but, who is queer. Well, on, and hold on, is hold, hold, on, hold like love
0: for womanhood. And it's part of like it's is part, it part of sexual?
1: the tone. Is it it's part of the tone in as much as it's part of the tone in as much as being a mother is hard because there's plenty of scenes of her being a mother that, that demonstrate it's hard. And so I, I don't, I don't, I don't then assume that the film is making great grand statements about, you know, it's because she's with a man. And if she's look, let's I'm the fucking man hating lesbian of the two of us. I'm the man hating lesbian. I am the one who judges bisexual women who aren't in relationship with other women. I'm and I, and like, I just don't think it's talking about that. I think it's talking about the fact that, like, look, at a certain point. But it is. If
0: you're introducing queer them, then you are making a statement on it, or otherwise, I just you're just wall hanging it. I think th- I just think there was, it...
1: I just, I, I feel like there was queer undertones, but I don't think it was as, I don't think it was as trying to make a, but you I don't said think the it was trying. Was her partner. What? That's factual. You said it was her partner. Yeah, but I, like, those are just but those are details in the movie. That doesn't that doesn't mean that it's it's trying to say something about queerness in this movie. I don't think No, it but is. that's not
0: subtextual. It's textual, then is what right. I guess I'm saying. Is that so it is making a statement on it, which is just like you can make a choice I don't, that is I don't bad agree. And not, but it okay.
1: I don't think the fact that she's the fact that there is a queer element to this movie means that it is it, it is crucial to the message of the movie. That's that's what I'm saying. I, I think it's I think it's I guess
0: and I guess that's what I'm frustrated with, is heteronormative people using queer stuff
1: to not really make any well, sort of... Well, like... again, Diablo Cody is bisexual, she has been in relationships is traditionally really? with I men... Didn't,
0: okay. I didn't actually know that fact. So that's yeah. something that I'm learning about her. So this is a statement about herself. Maybe that's something that I just don't relate to because I have a different expectation with yeah. my gender identity, with my sexuality, and maybe expectations, again, just based off the film that I had for here. But it really just felt like it had nothing positive to say about any of this at all, except as a lesson to learn to live with it. Yeah, um, life,
1: life sucks and it's hard. I don't, and I don't, that's
0: cynical, and I don't like that. That's a cynicism okay. that I do not like a through line between writing, and that's where I end up being. And I think it's a cynical in a way that young adult wasn't.
1: I'm thinking back to young adult.
0: I think the thing is, I, I think personally it is simply this. Because I do not have children, I think I fundamentally relate to Mavis Moore and think, and think, because here's the thing is, I go to my nieces and nephews' places, and I do have, like, questions and regrets of, like, oh, should I have tried to have children earlier? Could I have done things differently? Literally, if I had born a woman, how easy it would be to do this biologically and how it's not. But also, like, I am happy with the choices that I made and also in future want to foster kids because I know that personally I need some more time and development to growth, so I'm available for my children to be able to do it. And a lot of stories are about, like, couples having children too fucking soon because we push people in society to have children when they're so young and when they're not ready and so it's like oh it's like regretting her in her 20s and stuff but it doesn't feel like she learned any lessons building up into her 30s like she says that she's learned more things in it but yet the only thing that we see her do that has consequences is making the same choices that she did in her 20s and so therefore it's i don't see what consequences or decisions in her 30s that she's making that aren't just like the mistake that she should have learned already, like, what are the mistakes in her 30s that she's doing? Like, if that's the character we're lighting, and she's saying that she's supposed to be better than the person in her 20s.
1: I don't think she's saying she's better than the person that she was in her 20s. Yes, She does. She says that. She yells that to her. She right, yells but, that to her Right, she at she that point in her. the movie, but I'm saying I'm saying by the end of the movie she has changed. Like, okay, I I feel like I relate. I feel like I related a lot to Marlo in terms of like the person in the person I was in my twenties. I did not take advantage of all of the things I had available to me. I was stupid. I was idiotic. I also know that I was a lot more cheerful to be around, and I, it was easier for me to be around and stuff, and, and a bunch of other things. I have regrets about choices that I did not make in the in the in the past. I also can't change them, and also probably don't want to have changed them honestly because even though i think the other thing is better i know it's not it's not better it's just different yeah.
0: so all of these things no, can be true right and i think it's, it's because i already understand so what she's, so she's, so she's screaming so what she's
1: screaming so what she's screaming at her it, when she's drunk it's because she's drunk and she's saying i know better than you you don't know anything you're an idiot but but you know that you also know that's not true I know. I think it's because I've already
0: made the realization that Marlo made in this, and I didn't need a car crash to make that happen. Sure. So I just don't care about her development for it in the end. Okay. That's... I, I mean, it's, but it's do you just need like... The,
1: do you need the movie to... Do you need the movie to give you a message to change something in your own life in order to enjoy it? I that's feel what, that's better, what it feels uh, like when I'm talking I to you I feel like
0: here. more... It, that is what a film is more interesting to me when I feel more motivated as art... To think more about myself and doing it. That's why I said the first act was lovely because like I said, I literally had some revelations about the way that Charlie was and my mom. And I saw my mom yep. in Marl up until then the very, again, the decision just to have everything turned so up to an 11 at the end. And then just like, I, I take it to a 12 when it's all in her head again to just make that revelation and it's just that simple of a statement without mm-hmm. any other statement about queerdom about motherhood yeah. except for that it's hard like I don't know I don't know maybe I just expected more of the, I, I mean I think you I think, I film think film. you
1: expected a lot I, more nuance and depth from the story than it was yes, That it was trying young to adult provide.
0: adult had that. The young adult had so much nuance
1: and like layering to yeah. it.
0: That this film just doesn't.
1: Again, this is what I was saying at the beginning of the podcast. I feel like this movie is a lot more up the middle with what it's doing, and maybe that's why it has kind of disappeared in a way that I don't think young adult has.
0: I guess I think middling films
1: make me more angry than films that suck. Like okay, I, I mean, are I, are don't, really, I don't, really I don't, I don't agree that it's middling, but th- but we can disagree on that. That's fine. <sighs> we do. I yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't. This is. I don't know why I'm so animated. Like I feel. Monster at least made me feel sad and made me think about death and made me think about like poverty and class and this made me feel about privilege but like I thought the statements were about privilege but like that doesn't play into what
1: it is at the end she
0: doesn't really I mean
1: I mean it doesn't play into it in the end but like I had thoughts I was watching this movie and I was like oh this these this this rich asshole brother and like brother and sister-in-law I'm that person. I, I buy extravagant gifts for people. I do dumb shit like this. And and, and I probably do that in, in place of being an actual person who cares about other people. I do that kind of shit all the time. And I was th- and I had a thought to myself of, oh god, this is fucking me, isn't it? So like there's, the there's is lots is of that different pieces to relate that to I I that aren't know, just like, the, the, the underlying yeah. moral of the movie, is what I'm saying. There's there's different guess, pieces to latch yeah. onto.
0: But you are being hard on yourself because I know that you are a friend who cares about people because I know that you care about me and and other friends. But okay, okay, you,
1: you know, I'm so not. Know but you understand what I'm saying, right? You understand? Yes, like yes, I'm not trying. I am I'm not trying sure to get Missy to being, say nice things about me. I am just no, trying to say how I related to aspects of this movie that were completely not, not not directly linked with the moral or the the moral center of the movie.
0: Yes. Yeah. And again, that's how I feel about Mavis. And I guess I just was. My heart wanted it to be that again. I wanted to latch onto Marlo right. in a way her children latch onto her teeth. And instead I just felt like I got alcohol coming out and I just was like disoriented by the end. And Sure, I mean I just,
1: yeah. I just I just I just feel like that's a hard I just feel like that's a hard that's a high bar to hold this movie up to. And I don't think that the movie is middling because it didn't live up to that bar. That's my, that's my view of it.
0: Yeah, I think. I think I actually really liked that first act so much that I just wanted more of that. And when it just became a simple moralistic tale where it's just bad things happen and we're just gonna do mm-hmm. like, I just was disappointed because I, okay. I had such nice revelations in that first act that it just was like maybe I was emotionally. T- I think honestly, I was too emotional thinking about those things that I then was just like. Not disappointed in the choices that Marla made, disappointed in Diablo Cody that that's just what she felt like she needed to do in order to make a statement because she, she it couldn't be something more grounded. Like, if it was something that was more mainstream, it wouldn't have had as dire consequences. It would have, like, maybe used more massaging. It would have maybe had – like, she never confronts the the brother of,
1: and yeah. the sister-in-law about it. Right. And it's like, if that's supposed to be a statement on it, like – I don't think that's don't, a statement on it. I think it doesn't confront it yeah, because people just, don't confront those things in their, in their lives. I don't think it has to be, a, I don't think every choice has to be part of the statement.
0: I know, but then that's where I get lost in, again. I, I, the tone of the film, ex, the tone of the film told me to expect a statement, a thesis of it. And the thesis I don't, is I don't, just- I don't think I agree. But you found it funny. So that's the difference.
1: I mean, I found parts of it funny. We talked about it yeah yeah exactly but you, i'm not what, saying I, i'm not saying i was i'm it. not saying it was you, a laugh there's riot. A light,
0: there's a lightness to it that you felt that yeah. i didn't feel because i think sure. i felt i think i also just feel emotions more heavily when watching media than maybe i'm not trying to say like then you didn't think i better but i think i really sometimes if i deeply relate to certain parts of it i get invested in it sure. into to a way where it's like if it doesn't pay off I just feel horrible because it's like, I don't know emotionally where to land that. It's like, okay, now I'm just frustrated and like disappointed.
1: I mean, I have, I have felt that way about things in the past as well. Like all of, all of killing Eve season four is, is me feeling that, but (laughs) I just didn't feel that. Like, like, again, like I don't, I don't think I had the same expectations or was reading the same signals that you were. And then like, Again, this is a movie where a where there is a, a there is talk of bisexuality, and the end result is she ends up with a man. And I'm not complaining you know
0: about it. Do you generally I think what I'd like to, do, if I read the screenplay of this, I think I would like the screenplay of this better than the execution
1: of this film. I mean, because I think tonally the build I, for it wasn't there. I don't. I don't. Again, I don't know that I agree. I think that much like. Young adult, where you came into that conversation not really liking that movie, and then we were able to unpack some of it. My hope is that this conversation at least has let you unpack some of that. Like, like I said, you are not going to change my opinion because I love this movie. I know oh, yeah, I'm not going to. Cha- you I'm not that. trying to. I'm not trying to change your opinion so much as I want you to just like. I think it's interesting to think about why you're having this reaction. And I, my thought is, if you try to sit down and watch it again with an open mind, not a hate watch style, I think you would find more to appreciate about it.
0: I think the storyline with Charlie was too much for me. I think I related to that too much. And then when it got completely dropped in favor of me not knowing where this film Tony was going to go, because I genuinely thought then it was going to be a queer thing. And I thought, okay, it's a subversive part. And then I had that expectation. And then when it kept Mm -hmm. changing and it kept just going, then it felt like, because you said, oh, simple things happen. I'm like, no, very complicated things very quickly happen. And then we don't resolve it. And it's like, well, that's life. But then she wraps it up all in the end with it being in her head, I guess, and that I just was feeling different emotions than what this film was trying to give, the, the, what this film was trying yeah. to give me. I mean, I, I, mean
1: think I think the stuff with Charlie, I think the stuff with Charlie is really sweet. And I think, I think it doesn't play a big portion of the middle of the movie. It's very much, it's very much in the beginning to establish the world. And then at the end of the movie, there's a beautiful scene at the end of the movie. Did you see the scene at the end of the movie? Which one? The scene with, 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 the scene with her and Charlie. No. Oh, you need to go fucking watch that. That'll do it for our discussion of Tully. Next week, is going to be the last episode of this portion of She's an Actress. Whoa! We're going to watch Bombshell, the movie about how Fox News is great and Republicans should rule the world.
0: <laughs> That's the pre- previous reading of it. It's, but it's... it's yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be interested in your reaction. of you might, you might hate this the way that I hate Tully.
1: I did. I did rage quit this movie the first time I tried to watch it. So
0: yeah. So we'll. See. This we might be. I'm not going to be a defender of it, but I think I'm going to be a lot more just like on the level of it.
1: Well, as we always say to end the show, the part where she, the part where Marlo is riding her bike through Bushwick, was filmed two blocks away from the first apartment I lived in in Brooklyn, and I didn't realize right. that until like ten minutes before I watched the movie when I was I was rewatching that part and I and I was like that street looks familiar do I know where that is and then I literally do it was two blocks away from the first apartment I lived in in Brooklyn I walk past there every day the the movie was made for me
0: full circle for you
1: also also I want to fuck mommy
0: mommy's got to go to work